Hey everyone, this is Serious and Sober. I'm your host, Ray Lockdust, and today I'm going to get Christine Awad, Awad, Awad. I'm sorry, I'm a bad person. Anyway, she's going to yell at me in a moment when she gets in, and I'm going to get her. She is, oh, I'll just, we'll just do this now. Hey, Christine, I love you. How are you? I love you too. I'm so. I'm apparently supposed to yell at you for saying my last name wrong three times. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's pronounced Awad, not Awad. Awad. <laughs> but honestly, like my my family has just given up on the pronunciation for the longest time. I thought it was Awad because just everyone just kept calling us Awad. So it was just like we were we just kind of gave up. We're like, okay, sure. Yeah. Awad. Honestly, um, I. I had a memory of you telling me how to pronounce it properly, and I have a memory of you saying that Awad is wrong, but I couldn't think of, like, it was just like, I couldn't think of anything else, and as soon as I started talking, I'm just like, this is incorrect, and then I'm just like, I'm going to fix it, I'm going <laughs> to fix it, I'm going to, I'm, oops. <laughs> it's okay, I, I mispronounce my own name, like, it's, it's all good, but I, I appreciate that you were just like, you know, you, you, you tried, like, you were just like, no, got to get it right. And then, well, of course. And it's... then proceed to F it up three times on live stream. That's okay. Yes. Yeah, there's only so much my poor white tongue can handle. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christine. Um, so today we have Christine here. We're going to talk about chronic pain and our own management and how we, how we deal so um for starters uh christine what's wrong what is wrong okay wrong. so do you want like alphabetically ordered chronologically do you have a spreadsheet <laughs> oh chronologically a spreadsheet that's a new one i like that one I'm gonna <laughs> um no um so what's wrong i uh in terms of like <laughs> uh chronic pain the topic yeah yeah what what happens to you every day and also why okay so I have come horribly unprepared for this live stream <laughs> um, okay so that's one pain <laughs> <laughs> one pain is my preparations for my guests time management just super painful um, so I, I actually don't typically go on this spiel, so uh, bear with me. I, I don't typically talk about this with anyone, like maybe a handful of people when it comes up. Um, so I have had uh, juvenile idiopathic arthritis, uh, which is a rheumatoid arthritis, since I was about 10 years old. Uh, diagnosed when I was 11. So it was kind of like one of those things where like it started when I was 10 and then like diagnosed later. Um, uh, the diagnosis didn't really hit me like at the time, right? So it, it kind of hit me like a few years later when like the effects actually like kicked in. Um, but basically on the everyday since then, it's just kind of been either like I'm struggling with like inflammation in my joints um or um struggling with the mechanical damage from previous inflammation in my joints um which are like two different types of like pain um yeah. in my opinion yeah so you yeah, know no i just i kind of um i kind of have like a lot of side effects from it um yeah so <laughs> i think i have more side effects from medications than anything else oh that's awful um 
Oh gosh, I have. Um, yeah, I actually yeah. have, I have a question that will tie in to that statement because I want to talk about that for sure. Okay. Um, but you you were just asking me a question. Uh, no, I was gonna like say, is this the segue into what is wrong? Like, but I, I shouldn't say with you because that's rude. Uh, What's wrong with you, me? You, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing with me is I'm undiagnosed. So I'm at a point where I know what is wrong, but I don't know why or what's wrong. <laughs> so it's just like, I get migraines um, just because, um, but it's just like, like I get migraines triggered by my pain. I get like pain in my jaw triggered by pain in my back, triggered by this other pain in my back, which is because of my bad balance, which is because of my knees, which is, which affects my ankles and then throws me off balance, which curves my spine, which... Yeah. So it's just like everything is connected and it all hurts. And the doctors are just like, oh, but you're so young. Literally, you know how many times I'll go up to like um, the place where you drop off prescriptions? Pharmacy. Yes, I yes. know words. <laughs> uh, there are times where I'll give them my medication, like the 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 prescription and they're just like oh is this for your uh, grandma grandpa like and i'm like no it's for me and they're just like but you're so young and it's like i i don't know what to tell you like yeah. <laughs> i get it a lot so so yeah is that they just kind of doctors just kind of tell you that it's like you're you're young we don't know what's wrong yeah they'll very often they just tell me that um something else is wrong. Like when my back pain first started when I was 16, they were just like, there's no way that it's a pain in your back. So it's probably a kidney stone. And then it just like escalated. I kept going, I, I call it the doctor dance. So I, I kept going back and forth to different doctors being told that nothing's wrong or that it's not their problem. And here we are. Um, I'm still like, I'm going for more blood work and then um, I'm being tested fi for fibromyalgia and Al Addison's disease now. So. Um, I, I honestly just hope it's something. <laughs> yeah, hopefully those tests like actually uh, give you something that will help the pain and help with well all of that connectivity um, of pain between all of your well your body. <laughs> yeah, some something like and it's and so much of it is financial because it's just like I need physio for my jaw, I need chiropractor for my back, I can't afford either. Yeah. <laughs> That is a struggle. Yeah, so it's just like I, I, all I can do is like at-home pain management, and I just do my best. Yeah, that's kind of what you like. That's more than half the struggle is like that at-home management of that chronic pain, right? Yeah. So, um, moving on, I want to ask, how long did it take you to prepare today? To pre prepare for this live stream yeah as, well i shall reiterate i had no time management skills for this like i think i think i slapped all my makeup at like 7 30 yes so, okay. so all right I was just working on essays today, so. Okay, that's fair. That may have been an unfair question. I was just um, wondering about your um, preparation routines and how those are affected by chronic pain. My preparation routines? Like, how do I go through? You get ready to go do something, yeah. Okay, so um, it really depends because some days, like, I wake up and I, I feel like I can go for a jog and be happy and things like that. Um, other days, I wake up 
I can't even move. Like it's, it's, it, there's no way of telling when those days kind of happen. I just, some days I do wake up and I'm like, huh, can't move. Must be raining. I'll get back to that later. But uh, yeah, no, in terms of like getting prepared for the day, like if I, if I have like a lot of pain that day, um, sometimes I'll start it with like a shower. Uh, I find that like hot water and steam like helps me. It helps my muscles relax. And I, I find that muscles have a lot to do with it. Um, yeah. Well, especially like when your joints are kind of, you know, not working the way that they should or are on it, under constant attack by your immune system. Um, then like your, so like your muscles are working extra hard to kind of keep you going. Um, and there are times where like your, your muscles are affected and eaten away by some inflammation and things like that. Like tendons, especially I find are like susceptible to that stuff. Um, so I find that just, um, things like heat packs, things that like relax my muscles in general really, really helps me. So sometimes I'll start off with, with a shower or I'll start off with some stretches, um, takes me a while to convince myself to do stretches so that's a that's a bad um yeah no i if if i'm not having too much pain like um oh right if i'm having pain i'll take a painkiller or take my specific painkillers um if it's like a low pain day then i'll i just kind of try to get as much exercise as i in like not not a workout like just getting my joints moving my muscles moving and all that do you have a routine? Oh, of course I do. Well, like I try. Um, I because like, like on those days where you can't get up and do your routine, do you have a backup routine? At that point, I literally um, I don't really have a backup routine. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not too sure. I, I just kind of um, get, I just kind of tell myself to take it slow and take it easy, really, and, and kind of slowly warm myself up to movement. Uh, sometimes I'll go out and smoke a bowl, like smoke weed. Mm -hmm. uh, that really helps, especially with sleep. But yeah, no, I, I hardly do that. I hardly do that um, when I wake up and smoke right away. But there are some days where it's like, I, I actually just can't move or or anything and it affects my jaw a lot too so if i'm having one of those days where i can't move i most likely can't chew my food um, that day so it's it's kind of it's it's up and down every day yeah yeah i am um, i often have days where like i literally i can't function until i do something for my time manage or for my pain management so it's like some days that is waking up and doing something physical, like like stretching, do, doing yoga. Um, and other days it is just like, I just have to go and sit outside and smoke a weed and just relax. And I just like those days where it's just like, like, cause like I'll try not to. And uh, it's, just, it's just like, like, I don't like that. I have to do that to function, but sometimes like you can't walk on a broken foot and you need that crutch to get you going. Yeah, no, that's very true. Like there was a moment in time where I was kind of like judging myself and just being like, why, why are you smoking in the day and things like that? But mm -hmm. honestly, it, it, 
it was it was just like that stigma that kind of stuck with me since I was a kid, I guess, like, oh, marijuana, it is bad. It is devil's lettuce and stuff like that. And it makes you like unmotivated and stuff like that. But honestly, there were days where I would ride out the pain with like and challenge myself, like not to smoke, not to take anything and like just ride out the pain as best as I can. And I end up doing nothing that day. I end up getting yeah into a really bad episode of like i'm 23 years old like if i can't get up and like walk it just if it's it's very humiliating in some ways and it's it's not a fun feeling so it's very easy to get into like a negative spiral from there um whereas there's other days where it's like i i defer that judgment from myself defer that judgment from whoever and i just say you know what like this is a pain management thing for me um and those days I actually tend to get things done. Like it, it's it's almost like there are some days where I cannot be productive without smoking or or taking like uh, tinctures or oils. Um, and like uh, like you 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 think to yourself, oh, there's something wrong with me, but eh, it's just how life is. Just yeah. Yeah, and like with all of the stigma around it, it's just like I understand that, yes, sometimes people abuse it, and sometimes it can be a bad thing and have horrible repercussions, la, 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 la. but um, kind of for me, it helps me, and it like I have, like, since I started smoking regularly, I have been more functional than I ever have been. So it's just... Um, not um not a coincidence that this thing is supposed to make me lazy and unfunctional has been contributing to my functionality yeah no honestly so there's like i find there's a there's a certain kind of mind frame that you have to kind of take i i feel with with this kind of stuff like uh oh man i had a thought and it just completely derailed like the train just train of thought like off from the station this off from the station yeah no um no i had a point well it's had something to do oh i'm sorry uh just go on maybe it'll come back to me all right well you take a moment i'm just going to pop over to our comments um we have one from nicole who is actually my childhood friend so like like one of my first ever friends and and her and her mom watched the show so um yeah so yeah so oh that is so long so no one's gonna be able to read that so i'm just gonna um <laughs> can summarize so nicole is saying how she has her first rheumatologist appointment tomorrow and so she knows how frustrating it is to be doing the doctor dance and having doctors dismissing your symptoms and she also encourages you that being young doesn't mean nothing is wrong yeah honestly and like that's like yeah you, you got it you got it right there honestly it's um when it comes to the doctor dance i've i've actually had to jump from like doctor to doctor well um like after um yeah no i i had to jump do doctor to doctor it's very infuriating like um some of them just didn't really know how to manage um what was happening with me like some like this one doctor in Toronto, like she got me started on a new medication. And when I started to get side effects and tried to get back into contact with her, it was it was in, it was insanely hard for some reason. It was like and, and rheumatologists are really hard to find here in Ontario for some reason. Like um, 
there's one in Barrie, one in Oakville, and I think like a couple in Toronto, but it like for some reason, like to find like a rheumatologist that was open uh, for new patients, it, it took a few years, like after, um, yeah, no, anyways. Uh, I, I found my point. I, the train came back to the station, by the way. Oh, awesome. Like back to the whole like, like abusing like, um, like weed and stuff. Like I understand where people are coming from on that. I've actually been one to abuse that, but that comes from a place of like that, men, uh, that mentality thing I was telling you about. It was kind of like, if I, if I go into this and thinking to myself, I'm just going to like sink into my couch and do nothing and just like succumb to the pain, then that's what I'm going to do. Right. But if I tell myself, I'm going to, try my best to manage this and ride this out and um and take whatever need i need to relieve myself and take it easy just generally being kind to myself and like that 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 actually helps me get things done in the day when i'm a little bit more forgiving towards myself for having a physical disability and for taking things for that disability so yeah I guess that's the end of my thing. Yeah. Honestly, I love that. And I appreciate that so much. And like, it was um, like, like when I was staying, when I was staying with my girlfriend for two months and I would like, 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 like her and her wife don't smoke weed. So I would just like, like, you know, every now and then like she joined me, but it was like, I think like a total of two times over the two months. And that is like, that's fine. Obviously I don't, I don't need attention. <laughs> but um I, I would say like like I'll go on out to do the drug again and she'd be like, You're going out to take your medicine for your pain management? Oh and she I just that. Yeah, she just like forced me to um to change how I worded it and I just I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, being being kind to yourself actually does so much for you. <laughs> yeah. And not shaming yourself for it either. Like there's a like, well, because it's been stigmatized for so long, right? Like we, we, we only have just started to delve into like the benefits of it. Um, and I'm just, I'm excited to see where it takes us. Yeah. And yeah. not just weed and pain management, even just like hemp products, like, you know, like hemp toilet paper, for example. Yeah. The, the whole paper industry is an insane, like, have you have you heard about this? Um, um, anyone can fact check me because this is something that I read several years ago. So giddy up. <laughs> Once upon a time, there were two budding paper industries, the tree paper and the hemp paper. The person who was heading the tree paper industry had a relative who's a politician and then ran an anti marijuana um, campaign to ban the growth of hemp products in order to boost the sale of trees, even though like hemp paper not only takes only three months to grow to harvesting instead of a lifetime for a tree, um, it's also like, it's a more durable paper that lasts longer and is not the scary um, Mexican drug that the propaganda during the prohibition led us to believe. Oof. See, I, I knew the, the benefits and like the whole three month versus lifetime thing. I did not know about all that other stuff though, like with the campaigns and all that. Some sketchy stuff. Mm -hmm. Our world is broken. Sorry? Our world is broken. 
honestly, that's just how things are. I think I think things are supposed to be perfectly imperfect. We just have to oh, yeah. fill in fill in those cracks. Best yeah, we just all have to do our best and do whatever we can to, as um, I always say, don't be a dick. <laughs> I don't think I should be allowed to have control over banners because this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly? All right. Um, do you find that talking about your pain and experiences helps? I don't know. I just, I hardly talk about it. Like, okay, actually, I take that back because I talk about it every day in my inner circle, in like my my closest circle. So like people who live with me. So it's like, there are moments where I, I, I can't just like scream in pain all the time. Mm -hmm. So I, I, the way I express myself is literally by complaining. I know that sounds like awful but it's it relieves me to just be like wow i am in so much pain right now and then like yeah. having someone nod and be like yep like i don't know what about it helps <laughs> i think it's just the form of expressing it um, yeah and the validation is definitely very important to hear mm -hmm. yeah yeah um it like from my other like friends who are afflicted by chronic pain such as yourself ray um i talk to them mostly like uh because it's it's someone that i can actually i feel like like they understand not because like there's any reluctance to understanding from someone who doesn't have chronic pain it's not like that it's more like it's it's just being in those shoes um that that adds like that tether of connection there uh, like, there's less to explain there is a lot less to explain. Like there was somebody in my life, like in my family, who um, who also like is afflicted with rheumatoid arthritis. And for them, it's like, I, I knew it my whole life, all the way up until I was 10. And I was like, yeah, like that's awful. Like, I'm sorry, like you have that pain. And it's like, I thought I understood it. Like I really did. Like they explained it to me. They're like, my immune system, my white blood cells are attacking my joints as if they're the enemy, as a, like, and bypassing anything else that comes into my system that's actually hard, harmful for me. And like literally just attacking my joints full time. And it's like, well, that's that. That's like, it's, it's easy to understand that technical part of it. But then when I actually was diagnosed with it, I still didn't understand, like didn't, still did not until like it really like the symptoms and the side effect and everything like hit me and that's when i was able to actually fully understand like that person and that very close person in my life um, uh, yeah so like no matter how many times they verbally explained it to me like it's a it's a certain time type of like understanding mm -hmm. yeah yeah. When it comes to accommodations, what is your preference? Like, would you rather um, see people like not even going out of their way, but seeing people make an effort to keep you comfortable? Or do you just like not want to be like, 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 or, like, is there a degree that you struggle with feeling like a burden when people try to accommodate you? Well, yeah, like that, that, that's the thing. Like you, you always have to struggle, like you always have to struggle with those feelings of like feeling like a burden and telling yourself like, no, you're not, you're literally, you're a burden with something like that's yeah. what it is and it will affect you and maybe the people around you. And that's okay. Like, that's just how life is. Uh, but in terms of accommodations, it really just depends on the context for me. So 
um, like, like things that really mean a lot to me. Like, um, like one time I was visiting my partner, Jeffrey, when he lived in Toronto. Um, and like, I, I come in, it's a cold day outside and I come in and like the, his room is just completely heated. Just like there is so much heat in there. And I know the guy, he does not like heat. Like, <laughs> and I just come in and I, I'm just like, wow, it's so hot in here. It's so warm. It's so nice for my joints. Like, what did you do? And like, he like warmed up the room for me. Like it's, it's things like that, that mean a lot to me, but it's just like, it, it doesn't need to happen. Like, I don't need someone always checking in on me. In fact, I kind of, I kind of like, um, I kind of snap a little bit. Like when people ask me if I'm okay all the time, it's like when they know like what's going on. Cause I, I just, I hate being vulnerable. But yeah. that's a that's something I got a hurdle over at some point in life. Mm -hmm. Like, how about you? Like accommodations? Like, how 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 does how do you feel with that? Like, um, for me, aside from like like I need more I need more accommodations for my mental illness than I do my physical illness. So I um. The, but I just, I do struggle, especially because this um, addressing with living with and like being aware of my pain is new to me. I've, I've just been suffering through and living through walking over broken ankles and just being in pain thinking like everyone hurts. <laughs> and I just like the idea of being a bother for anyone like just stresses me out so, so much. And I've had, even with little things, like when, when my, when, when my girlfriend would offer like, 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 um, like, like, oh, do you want to go for a walk? No, I'm too sore. Do you want anything to eat? No, I'm okay. Do you not want anything to eat because you don't want me to cook it? Or do you not need food? And I would just be like, I don't want you to do anything. <laughs> so it's like, it, it's those moments of like, like re reassurance but also like um how, how someone kind of like can see you in the position that you're in and in the complex like different ways that you could be thinking like hey like i just don't i don't want to be burdened but also like or i just don't want food like i i like that i like that she was able to um be empathetic you know yeah yeah she's kind of great as um as they say i struck gold you did sweet. <laughs> yeah so um like the thing is like with accommodations it's not so much about accommodations maybe how you approach people in the public world is what matters to me more like um i'll i look normal like i i can go for a jog if i really wanted to like it's very painful and some days i really i just can't like but um most days I look normal, like if not all days, I don't look like I have like a chronic pain or neither do you, right? Because we're both young, right? So like I parked my car at in disability one day and like, I, I remember this day, I never park in disability. Like I only ever take out my disability thing, like when I really, really, really need it and need to park somewhere like close to the building that I'm going to. Um, so this one day that I actually needed it, I put it on the dashboard and I parked not even the first one, the second one, because I, I wanted to make sure like if someone needed it more than me, like they they have that closer spot. But I was walking to walking like no limp. I don't limp 
I only limp sometimes. Like walking to the Walmart or wherever I was. And like this woman just like comes up to me and like telling me I'm everything that's wrong with the world. Like not come up to me. Like she didn't like come up, come up to me. She was already like pretty close to me when this happened. So like she was where she was and she spat towards me and walked off. And like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm everything that's wrong with the world. I parked in a spot that I actually needed. And um, yeah. so it's just, or, or like this one guy, I, I was telling my mom like in, a, in another building, another, another story, sorry. Just okay. Whiplash, whiplash, just go with it. Um, like I, I was in a building like with my mom and she asked me, do you, got, you want to take the stairs or do you want to take the elevator? Cause she knows that I was in pain that day, but she knows that whenever I can, I'll take the stairs because it's good exercise for my joints. And I said, no, nah, I think I think I'm because I'm in a public setting. I'm like, I think I'm like too lazy for the stairs. Let's take the elevator. And I go into the elevator and like the guy that's beside us waiting for the elevator too comes in and he decides it's a great moment to scold a young person about how they should know better and should um, be more grateful for the fact that what would, I remember specifically, he said, there are some kids out there that don't even have legs. And I'm just like, okay, let's fair. I just, I didn't say anything. I was pretty young and like, also like, I just didn't want to start beef with this older, ignorant gentleman. So he like, we parted ways and like my mom and I ended up having a conversation. Like, I don't, I, I she was just like trying to comfort me. Cause I was like, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> Yeah, so like, just show kindness to people. You don't know what they're going through, right? And like, um, and what they're capable of. Yeah, that and that is such a good and valid point because, it, like, um, uh, as as we say, don't be a dick. <laughs> dick. Oh, God, just. You, you don't know what someone else is going through. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know anyone's perspectives. You don't know someone's physical limits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just just be kind. Like it. Like you don't have to accommodate the world. Just be nice. Be kind. Like yeah, know your audience. Read the room. If someone seems to be struggling, then like do something. I, I... It's, it's so difficult, isn't it? <laughs> or I guess like it's so easy when I say it like that. But um, hair flip. Hair flip. Effortless hair. Hair's even like too long to do it. <sighs> All right. Um, next question? So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I have been asking questions, by the way. I've just oh, been yes. sneaking. Anyway, um, what is the most useless advice you've received? <laughs> okay, one time I was at a party and like at this point in life, um, one of my friends was kind of just like yappy about my personal life stuff. So at this party, she starts talking to like everyone about how her friend has like a disability and how she helps her with it. And like, it was like one of those stories, right? Where she's like, she jumps on as a hero. And um, the, the, this, this adult, adult, adult. And I was, uh, I don't remember. I was at least like, I, I was between the ages of like 
12 and 15, I'd say, I, I don't really remember, but I remember just thinking, okay, adults. Um, he came, she, she came up to me and she's like, did you know that grapes can help and cure inflammation? You don't even have to worry about the drugs you need to take, just eat grapes. And I'm like, you know what? I just, let's just erase the last few years of chronic pain and just like walk up to the grocery store. Let me just get myself some grapes. I'm cured. Yeah. Wow. Um, like that's the kind of thing where obviously like there is merit to what you put in your body having an effect on your body. Well, yeah, like, diet, diet is everything when it comes to immune systems. Like, yeah, like there's so much science to that. Like that goes without saying, yeah. but like, also, it's not gonna like grapes isn't gonna cure your arthritis. Like yes. they're just they're gonna help. Maybe they might they might relieve some tension. And her heart, like that grown ass woman's heart, was in the right place. But her mind and her um, her intention was messed. Was boggled. <laughs> it was It was her intention was overshadowed by her ignorance. By right? her delivery, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like it, it's okay to like do. You know what? I don't want to discourage like ever doing some research and like suggesting things to your friends. Like there are some people like in my in people in my life who come up to me and they're like, hey, like like I discovered this yoga routine that specifically helps loosen up your hips, for example. And I, I think that is just beautiful and it makes my day and like, it makes me feel thought of and seen. It's very sweet. Yeah. And I, it, but it's, see, that's from an educated standpoint and it's not someone telling me to go eat grapes because it will cure my arthritis. Like it's not, it's not the same thing. They didn't even know what kind of arthritis I had. So yeah. And there's many, many, many types of arthritis. Like most people think, oh, arthritis. Um, like they think of osteo or osteoarthritis. So like, like the natural kind of like. Um, Just um, from your bone, the friction from your bone joints rubbing against each other. Yeah, yeah. Like your cartilage literally like dies. <laughs> it's so yeah, sad. it's very painful. But it, it that that is typically found in older um, in older people, right? So. Uh, yeah, so there's many, many types of arthritis. I just have one subtype of one category. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Um, what do you do when people offer you thoughts and prayers? I think it's really sweet that they pray for me and like they, they're just like, I'm thinking of you. Like it really depends where it's coming from, I guess. Yeah. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying I'm sending you my good thoughts, my good prayers. Like I, I actually like whenever my, my Baba, my dad, he calls me and he's like, I was praying for you all day. Hope your pain is not, is mad, is mad. Like, I hope your pain's manageable. Like I'm, I'm translating. Like he, he doesn't, yeah. English. but, <laughs> but yeah. he's like, I, I've been praying for you all day. It's so sweet. I, it means a lot to me actually. Yeah, that, and that is that is so sweet. I guess like um, that question was inspired more um, for like like um, I guess this is something that would more impact people with visual disabilities mm -hmm. because it's it, like like I mean more like, like the random people who are just like I'm praying for you. 
yeah that's like okay who are you like why are you yeah and it's yeah and that i think is like like it's tied into what we were just talking about where it's it's all about intention where like if you naturally find out about someone just mentioning that you have good intentions for them there's nothing wrong with being a good person but it's all like just read the fucking room yeah read the room (laughs) like okay so intentions can be good and still be delivered horribly so like like having good intentions isn't always enough i think um just to like jump in on your intentions thing but yes like it reading the room and understanding like the full context and like really evaluating your relationship with that person and like understanding how they would react to that i think is important yeah we are all individuals after all Mm -hmm. definitely (laughs) <laughs> and like just because like there's something that you know helps your one friend with a similar condition doesn't mean that this will be the exact same uh, da, da. just like 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 I I always appreciate suggestions but oh <laughs> what what is your most heard unsolicited advice um my most heard unsolicited uh, <laughs> I'm not quite sure actually unsolicited i have no idea i because like the thing is again i only really talk to um like close friends about it right and like um family members so i don't really get unsolicited advice especially because i have an invisible disability that's fair yeah i'm just so loud about mine so i'm just like i'm in pain everyone needs to know so everyone is just like, have you tried yoga? Have you heard of this? Yeah, I get yoga a lot, actually. Yeah, go for walks. And I'm just like, and those things do work and they do help. So it's one of those things where I'm just like, I appreciate your intention, but like, yeah. So, oh, have you ever heard of, um, I think I've talked about her on this before, but her channel is called Yoga with Adrienne. And yeah, she just has yoga for like every kind of problem. And so it's just like, like if you're having a bad day to focus on your homework for ch- like for certain pains, it's amazing. Like Google yoga for whatever you're struggling with. And like, she usually will have a video for it. Nice. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yoga with Adrian. I am I'm their spokesperson. <laughs> Are you <laughs> No. Oh, <laughs> Sponsor you know me, Adrian. I love you. <laughs> Tag her in the video. Didn't have access. I should not be allowed to tag celebrities. <laughs> my my entire Twitter is just me asking celebrities questions or making statements about them, and being ignored by celebrities. Oh, well, that's that's a typical. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't be allowed on Twitter. <laughs> I, I I mean I don't even have Twitter, so I can't really say anything here. <laughs> yeah, I I have fun. I am. Um, I tweeted at um, Jeff Bezos um, yesterday. Oh. Um, I asked him what kind of toilet paper he used, just because I couldn't find it on Google. Do dragons use toilet paper. Yeah, I think he like like. I think he's just probably using money. Either using money or like. Just shitting on the floor. <laughs> he has like a like a personal butt wiper. <laughs> oh yeah, he has someone run the bidet for him. Yes. <laughs> How do you think he he orders them to to like with the pressure and everything? <laughs> no, don't answer oh, that. God. Yeah, that's good. We're done. Uh. 
So, um, how do you sleep with your pain? How do I sleep? How do you sleep? <laughs> I I actually have really bad insomnia. Like, um, whenever I wasn't smoking weed and, or even just taking it edibles or anything, um, my insomnia was so bad. Like, I I would I would stay up for like two days straight, two nights straight. Like, not intentionally. I am just laying in bed. There's no phone. Like I've tried that thing where you turn off your phone an hour before bed, no phone, no electronics or anything. And I'm just laying in bed and I just look to my window and hey, look, the sun. Like it's it's so, it's so infuriating. Cause like, I feel how tired my body is. Like, like my eyes want to sink into my skull. <laughs> and it's just like, I, uh, but I can't manage to sleep um, either because of the pain itself or because my mind is going because of the pain. Like something that often gets overlooked with chronic pain is like this overstimulation that you're constantly under. Um, yeah. And um, sometimes that, that really affects like what's going on up here. So um, there's like moments where I, I just can't sleep. I'm way too stimulated. And um, um, I have been prescribed sleeping pills and for a year, I took them, but I would wake up every day after feeling like I got hit by a train. Like, I usually can't move very much in the next morning. Like, I have to give myself at least an hour to warm up to even thinking about getting up. It was brutal. I hated uh, sleeping pills. I actually looked at my doctor and I was like, no, I am not taking these anymore. Like, gave me another sleeping pill, did the same thing. And I was like, no, no, I'm not doing this. And um, it was so much like it was it was worse taking the sleeping pills sometimes than like just not sleeping. Um, oh. Yeah, it, it was it wasn't a fun time for me. Like I would even take half the dose. It was weird. I, I think it's something with my like, it's a see, that's the thing. Not everything works for everyone. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so I found that actually smoking right before bed really helps me. Mm -hmm. Um uh like before i sleep sometimes i'll meditate but that's yeah not, that's not always it's like a sometimes thing and sometimes that will help calm my thoughts down um yeah uh, honestly that i think that's like all i can really give you in terms of sleep like um oh um when it comes to blankets i love heavy blankets they they very much you did blankets are amazing yeah i've only tried them once and i have i had this one really heavy blanket back um home and I, I don't know what about it. Just like put me right to sleep. That's amazing. Oh, my heated blanket. I have it right here beside me. I <laughs> use this every day. I don't know why I didn't mention this. Like literally like to get over the morning stiffness because I wake up very stiff. Um, <laughs> um, and <laughs> and um, I'll just like, I'll just warm up the blanket and like put it on my knees or like my hips. Uh, wrists and stuff and like it, it's so relieving yeah how about you I, I use a heating pad and I just like like we'll just lay on it for hours and it will just like boil my body and it's amazing I love it uh, I've been meaning to I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get into heated or into weighted blankets meaning I want one they just cost money and I don't have money so it's on my to-do list <laughs> 
Yeah, honestly, while you were talking, I'm just like, I should get Christina a weighted blanket for Christmas as I'm just like, I can't afford my own weighted blanket. Wow. <laughs> and I'm still just like, give me your mailing address. It's on its way. I already bought it. It's there. You're so it's, sweet. Jeff has it. Jeff has it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, uh, honestly, like, that, that's actually a good idea, though. I'll just like put it on my list of things. Anyways. So, um, here's, here's one, um, have you ever not felt pain? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the, like, the, like, I guess we all feel pain, like, you know what I mean? But it's just like, I, I guess, I, I know you mean like my specific chronic pain, the one that affects me every day, like this and to this degree, like, I remember up until I was like 10, I i loved running for example like um I, I was always like conducting races on school grounds i was that weird kid um but, you're the leader yeah i was the i was the leader i was the ringleader of like the troublemakers it was fun <laughs> but yeah um it was that time in my life that like i i obviously took for granted but like i'm a kid right i'm allowed to um and I just like there's moments now that like for example I'm riding my bike and I, I I recall like a memory of me riding my bike when I was younger and thinking hey this used to be an activity that didn't hurt with every stroke you know so it, it's like moments like those that kind of hit me where it's like yeah I remember what it's like to not live with this and it it leads to my frustrations to be honest like um like I'm only human I'll have like I'll have like an emotional kind of breakdown from my physical pain like uh it, it all goes hand in hand so um oh man what was i talking about oh goodness <laughs> don't smoke weed kids anyway <laughs> um it, it it was moments like those where i would really like realize like oh yeah i remember a time where i used to be able to do this and like not feel any any sort of pain, but like uh, even just sitting down sometimes just hurts, and standing up hurts, and it's just like it's easy to remember. And it's on those days that I have those emotional breakdowns that I realize, like it, it not realize. It's like I reminisce on those times, and it 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 makes those breakdowns harder because it makes uh, it just makes it so it's much so harder. Fun. Yeah. Because like you, you know what it's like to not live with it. So then, when you're forced to live with it in a way that it like stops your week, your day, your month, your year, cue friends. Friend <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it it gets to a point where you're just you're kind of done. <laughs> but alas, that's why mental health is important and taking care of yourself and being kind to yourself in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be good to yourself. You all deserve it. Exactly. How about you? Like, do you do you remember a time without pain? No. 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 Just walking through life. Everyone feels like this, right? Yeah. I just thought that life hurt. Oh. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's there's some truth to that, but not in that way. Yeah. Everyone feels pain, just not as often as I do, apparently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's um it is connected to our next question, which is um do you know what spoon theory is? See, I am familiar with 
spoon theory, but I wouldn't mind an elaboration. Alrighty, so I will do a quick debrief. Spoon theory is the idea that everyone is functioning or every activity costs an amount of spoons. Certain activities cost certain amounts of spoons for different people and different people have different amounts of spoons at the, at the start of each day. So if I wake up and I'm not in any pain at all and I have lots of energy and lots of focus, I am starting the day with 10 spoons. And you know what? Each spoon, for me anyway, is kind of different. And they each have like their own kind of weight and importance. And they're, and it's almost like I can, um, I can offer like a big amount of spoons to a small task or, but I can't do a small amount of spoons to a big task or the task isn't going to end up very good. Like I would never do this show with one spoon. I've come close last week. Oh my goodness. I was like, even, even today I'm very low on spoons, but I have 10 in front of me. So I'm good. <laughs> And um, so, Christine, you also have 10 spoons in front of you. This one's really messed <laughs> up like me. Um, <laughs> Your perfect spoon. Oh, I'm a little burnt. <laughs> a little burnt out, yeah. Okay. Yay, I have, I have like a tiny little silver spoon and then my little rainbow spoon. Love my rainbow spoon. I love that rainbow spoon. I remember that rainbow spoon. I wanted to steal that rainbow spoon. Why Don't. Who said that? <laughs> As of a big one, big rainbow spoon, a whole set of rainbow. So with spoon theory, um, I was hoping that you and I can just kind of go through what we did today and what kind of spoons that we may have used. Like what we went through today, like yeah. How many how many spoons do you feel you started your day with? Actually, I'm actually curious as to um, your spoon story today. If that's okay, if you go first, because I I remember you just said that um, today you low on spoons. You had enough spoons, so I, I want to hear if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So I have so much to do. I am in school and I'm trying to run the show and I'm running other shows and I have like other exciting things going on. Some I can't talk about, some I can't. And, um, but you know about all of them, so it's okay. <laughs> I think. Anyway, um, I woke up today and I'm tired. I'm home for the first time in two months and I'm still not completely in tune with, back in tune with my environment. So like, um, that's a spoon. You know what, that's a good spoon. So I woke up with nine spoons today. And oh God, I was in so much pain. My back, my neck was killing me. That's a big fucking spoon. That um, I, I was very low on energy. Despite going to bed early, I didn't sleep that well. I had a lot of weird dreams and I was clenching my teeth so much in my sleep. So I'm going to use my spiky spoon for that one. Mm. Um, yeah, so then I, I had therapy. So that was, that was big. Um, it always takes a lot of spoons. So I'm actually, um, I'm going to take one, another nice spoon for therapy. 
Mm -hmm. That's a pretty one. Right? Yeah. Nice spoon. And then after therapy, I was supposed to go through my um, DBT skills book, which is something I do after therapy. But I didn't have the spoons for it because I had to work on my homework. So I um, put a spoon towards my homework. Okay, I don't, I don't do math. Like, well, how many spoons oh. do you have left? <laughs> right now, I have five spoons left, oh. and I'm at ten a.m. Oof, oof. Yeah. So I, um, I had class at noon. So I worked on homework until twelve o'clock. And I was thinking, like, am I going to be able to handle class? I have a headache. I have such a headache. I was doing all of this with a headache. I'm going to take another spoon off for the headache. This is a soup spoon. And um, I went to class. And I was in class for maybe 10 minutes. And then my headache just got so much worse. I just, I wanted, that's me, like, scooping my pain away, I guess. So I um, I left class. So that's a spoon. Then um, I spent the rest of the afternoon trying to do my homework, but I just couldn't focus because, well, like I only had three spoons left. So I, I got ready for today's show. So that's, I did the questions and I got, did my makeup. So that's going to be a pretty spoon. That's a pretty spoon. <laughs> and now I'm doing the show. So we're going to say that's a spoon. Um, Christine, you're bad at math, but can you guess how many spoons I have left? Okay, either one or none. <laughs> one. I have one spoon left. Wow. And, um, oh, I ate today, and I did groceries. And because I'm scared of COVID when I do groceries, I, um, I have, like, I wipe down absolutely everything. I still have, like, my fruit is still drying. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I um oh I called the bank today. That was um that was a spoon. So are you out of spoons? Is that I feel like I should be out of spoons, but I'm grateful that I apparently started today with more spoons than I usually do, despite having that bad day. Like maybe sometimes or that bad start. Yeah, honestly. Like it like sometimes it's kinda hard to wait like wake up and like know what how many spoons you have that day until like you like quite literally run out of spoons and you're just like, Oh yeah. Cause <laughs> some days you have five big spoons. So you don't notice that you're going, that you're running out of them. Mm, that's a good analogy. Thank you. Just building off the other one. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I guess this is the segue into my spoons. Is it? Yeah. Your spoon story. Okay. So, um, today I actually didn't wake up with too much morning stiffness or too much pain. Um, yesterday it was raining though. So that normally takes like two spoons, like right at the beginning of the day. Cause I immediately already do not want to get up. Um, at all. <laughs> um, so I'd say, but today, today was a one spoon. I don't know which one to, to do, but let's do a little spoon. Cause little Christine got out of bed. Um, little Christine got out of bed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then, oh, Craig, what did I even do today? Oh, I, so yeah, it was just an essay and like, that's all my brain could focus on apparently. So I, I woke up, I had like coffee and I had breakfast with my partner, Jeffy. Um, but that was fun. So that didn't take any spoons from me. 
Um, that was like some really nice downtime. That's good. I'm like actually trying to think what I did today. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Take uh, your time. Focus. Do whatever you need. I'm going to do um, a spoon for trying to convince myself to do stretches because that I don't know what it is about stretches that I just don't want to do about them. <laughs> like they're so <laughs> easy. It takes me five minutes, but I just it, I don't know why that took a spoon out of me, but um, it, it did did help with some soreness um, temporarily. Um, the essay definitely took like a, a spoon, a good old spoon. A whole spoon? Are you sure not two spoons? For the essay? No, just one spoon. Because okay. I, like, I actually was enjoying that um, to some degree. <laughs> okay. Um, right. You know what, Ray? I had two classes. Apparently, I suppressed out of my memory. <laughs> okay, that kind of day. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I've been in a fog. I don't, like, a, um, there's actually something called fibro fog. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard of it, but, like, literally you, you, you feel like there's just a fog on your brain. Like, you just can't really filter anything very clearly. It's very <laughs> odd. You feel very tired. But anyways, um, I had a class at 8 a.m., so, like, that took a spoon because it, it was business class, too, so. Um, yeah. And then I, and then I kind of, um, like, uh, I was collaborating with um, my partner on a project that we're working on together. Um, so that took a spoon because I had to really like, I had to really um, recenter myself with that. And it, it's kind of hard to wrap your head around things. So uh, this, this spoon has flowers on it. Oh, that is a very nice spoon. For like details, because I was working out details at that point. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, apparently one of my old partner spoons. Actually, okay. Anyways, so my old, my not old, my own partner. I'm sorry, I can't speak today. <laughs> he is old. He's no, he's not. He's he's like a baby. He's 25. Anyways, so um, then I had another class at 12 with my professor, and like he he loved my thesis ideas. So like that felt good, but like it it did take a spoon because I was really nervous coming to him with practically no progress from the week before, but it turned out really nice, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, um, so now I'm left with four spoons. <laughs> and here we are. I think this, I think this um, live stream is gonna take, to be honest, two spoons, because yeah. I, one, I'm not used to live streams. Two, I'm not used to talking about this stuff and, no, no, just two, because two spoons, so. Spoons, yeah, and you've done amazing, and I've appreciated everything you've said so much. Oh, yay, I'm glad. I was like, I am just so awkward. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's... Anyways, yeah. yeah, so I have two spoons left now. All right, so using your last two spoons, I want to talk a bit about more about you. About me. Ooh, um... And what's behind me? Oh, yes. You were oh. so supportive and kind and printed out my work because you're beautiful. Yeah, I'm going to... Um, I am Christine's biggest fan, despite <laughs> my inability to pronounce her name. And also one of, one of my um, oldest fans, because um, Ray was the first one of the first people to ever commission me, like... 
Look yeah, at the Gara. How old were you when you did this? Oh, where is it? Well, I don't know what what days on there. <laughs> oh yeah, 2013. Wow, that was that was a bit ago. Yeah. Years. So I was about 16. Yeah. 15, 16. Depends when I really grew that. But yeah, no, I think that was a New Year's thing. No, I, I think you really have been like my one of my longest, like oldest fans ever. Like <laughs> I support you. You're great. I mean, I support you. I'm your fan. I've been your fan for so long. <laughs> this is my painting of Christine that I included on the wall just because I'm very proud of it. <laughs> you should be, okay? Listen, oils are hard. Color is hard. My skin tone is hard. <laughs> and you're such a good muse and canvas. And I like I I've done body paint on Christine several times. I've used I use her all throughout makeup school. I yeah, adore yeah. Christine so much. Oh. Yeah, um. And that. our and our final question actually, Wes just asked a question that ties in to our final question because everything is amazing and everything's connected. So, um, you're an artist, Christine. Yeah. Um, That's and you experience pain. Yes. Yes, I do. What's dangerous about the idea that your pain is important to your art? It actually is in, in like, a lot of ways. So um, I briefly mentioned before how I can't just be constantly screaming in pain, right? Um, I and sometimes like letting it out with like a few words helps. But there's other moments where words are I'm not, I'm not a words person. As I always literally always say, I don't do the words I do the pretty pictures. But um, honestly, there's days where it's like words won't suffice. And um, like no matter what I do, I, I need to get that, I need to express that pain. So what I do um, in some of my process, like you'll actually, I think in, in, the, in the background, one of these, one of this, uh, one of these paintings I've actually used for this particular process. So the one of the bathtub, yeah. So that one, that one I painted, um, so, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Let me start over. My process to approaching some of my artwork is by literally putting up a canvas or anything that I can paint on, usually about my size or bigger. And I just like use my body and I use um, the power of music to let out that energy, that that negative energy, that pain that I feel on the on a daily basis. So like I'll I'll put on some like uh really really loud music and i'm singing along to it sometimes like kind of screaming along to it and i find that really really relieves me on like an emotional level that like nothing else can really relieve me like that and it's only really when i'm pushed to that point that i can get to those points to include that into my artistic process yeah yeah so it's like if i'm really having like a bad few weeks like let's say i have a flare-up so like flare ups can last any time between like a day to like, like for me, I think the longest one has lasted is almost a year. Like it, it was brutal, like very, very small intervals of time where I actually felt rest. Um, and it was during those times that like I would paint these giant murals 
and like I have it in my parents' home and I just blasted the music and I'm just like in my flow state, just letting out what what I've been kind of holding in. Yeah. And I guess that's why I, I have in some of my paintings like a really like nice, smooth, controlled look. And I think that's when I'm doing better. But then there's these really textured, really heavily textured, layered paintings that I do that like you can physically like see like them coming out of the 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 medium, right? So um I definitely I definitely use art as an outlet. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and with the pain, how does it affect your ability to work and have a job and everything? Okay, like I, 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 um, I have a disability and I forget that. So I actually, I sometimes suppress it to a point where it's like, I don't have a disability. I'm perfectly normal. I can do this. And like I was working um, at Harvey's for a little bit. And I, I remember telling my boss, like I have a, condi a condition and like, I can't work full time, but I'll work part time, like three to four days a week. And that should should be manageable for me. Yeah. Um, and I would work only six hours, guys. Like this is like, that's nothing. Like working like six hours, like usually- people Six hours like, is a long time. Don't- like six, six hours, like three times a week. Like that's, you can't sustain- On fewer that. spoons. <laughs> true true but it was like it in my mind like i'm not being kind to myself right i'm like six yeah. hours, like like that's i can't make a living off of that right but i would come home completely incapable of movement like i remember one time i came home and just like i was shaking from the pain like there is very few moments where like i i'm physically shaking and like um, I just like collapsed to the floor. I couldn't move. I was just crying hysterically. I, like I, it's like, it's an outer body experience. I don't realize I'm doing that. I don't realize I'm crying and like saying, please make it stop. Like things like that. Like it just, it, I'm not conscious it feels um, for those moments. So it's like, and that was after only a month in to working like four days a week. So it's, it's, it's kind of humbling in a way, but also like really infuriating because I love working. But I worked a way around that though. I, I found a really awesome desk job and I loved that job so much, but then COVID hit. But um, yeah, so it like with work and what was the other question? Um, like, oh, the, just like, like your ability to work and have a job and everything. You're answering it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that, I think that's, that's, that's the end of my spiel. Like I, I have to accept the fact that I can't work like a normal person. And that is a, that is a fact that I'm still trying to, um, absorb. Yeah. Yeah. Accepting that you're not on the basic like start point that you thought that you're raised that you're on. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're looking at other people who are at that starting point and you're behind them and you feel like you shouldn't be and you don't understand why and it can easily feel like you're drowning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so like that that's that's like a small facet though. Like I I very much delved into delved into like my artistic career and like it hurts me when I'm working as an artist. Like it still hurts, but that's the thing I paint really largely. Mm -hmm. So that actually helps cuz I'm holding the paintbrush more like this. I'm yeah. not, I'm not like, like this or like, 
like this. Like I, I'm, I'm just, I'm holding it in the most loose way I can, and I can paint like that. And I can okay. use my arm. I'm not like, I. It's not. It's not. It's not as painful for me as like drawing wood or like I used to actually do really small drawings, and that's the way I used to do my work. Um, but then like it, like my arthritis got worse, so like I just had to find other ways to to um, paint and well draw or paint I guess and painting was one of those things and painting largely was one of those things um I just hope that like I can I can draw and paint for as long as I can and then maybe like just still teach it sometime I don't know I just I just know that art's for me in terms of work yeah you are one of the truest artists that I know and I love working with you and just talking to you about art and having that experience so Thank you for existing and always sharing your art with me. Well, that means so much to me. Thank you for existing and sharing your art with me and putting your art on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, if anyone wants to see, you can see um, Christine and her titties at Lock Dust Makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Come look at some. Oh, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> but we're lactose intolerant, so they'll have to leave. Yeah, they'll. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right um do you have any um closing statements um not really other than thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to step way outside of my comfort zone and like you you've been very encouraging of well everything and being so supportive of me in every facet of my life like art chronic pain like like you you're so important to me and to be able to support you and help you the way that I have been is an absolute honor. All right. And um, so to those watching, thank you so, so much for tuning in and listening to Christine and I act open up and talk about our chronic illnesses. As she mentioned, this has been a first and big rarity for her. And I, I appreciate everything that she's shared, everything that we've talked about. And I appreciate the, the genuine honesty that we just experienced. And I hope that everyone else is just as appreciative as I am. And I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I forgot to thank the audience. <laughs> that's okay. That's why I'm in charge. That's like number uno to do. <laughs> that's okay. Um, I also almost forgot. Oh, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for watching from both Christine and I. We are paying attention to you, and you can pay more attention to us at Ray Lockdust Comedy. Oh, okay. So is this when we just say goodbye? Yeah, just yeah, we we just wave until right now it just says it's ending, so I have no idea if we're still live. Oh because it's just loading in a circle. Yeah, it says we're still live on my end and I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna keep waving.